I'm Whiskey Stevens, and you're listening to the Grunge Magic Podcast, where we talk about occultism, magic, and grunge, of course. This first episode is an important topic that I really did not want to shy away from, white supremacy and fascism within the occult community. I'm going to approach it from a few different angles and try to give a voice and my own perspective to what is happening and perhaps what needs to happen. Six days ago, the Capitol building was taken over by people who were rioting and committing criminal acts. During this time, we saw some really disturbing demonstrations of people mocking the death of George Floyd and other acts of racism. People were wearing Camp Auschwitz shirts and many of these individuals also had religious symbols on their clothing or tattooed on their bodies. First, I'd like to mention that these people don't represent the majority of the occult community. And it's unfortunate that a number of uh, other individuals now will be looking at these religious symbols and kind of assume that everybody that uses these symbols uh, are just all racist assholes, which couldn't be farther from the truth. What it did do was it brought attention to an issue that needs to be addressed and addressed immediately, which is the fact that there are white supremacists within our community, and it means that we haven't done the work that is needed to keep them out. This brings up two questions. Why do they feel so comfortable within these religions and within our community? And what does the work look like in terms of actively removing white supremacy from our community? So let's start with the first question. Why do white supremacists feel so comfortable using our religions and community for their hatred and racism? One of the first excuses that would be used or could be used is that those who founded some of these belief systems were racist themselves. I'm not going to argue that fact. What I will say is that anyone using that excuse today has no business being in the occult or spiritual community. If you are living today, today, in modern day, 2021, and you are reading books from the 1600s, 1800s and early 1900s. They are going to be written for their time period by people who are products of their environment. Many of the people who were able to write books and practice occultism, especially ceremonial magic, at that time were rich white people and moreover rich racist white people. If you are reading one of these books today and you think to yourself, I'm better than people and I hate other races, I'm pretty sure that you were racist before you picked up an occult book of the past. Now, let's move on to another reason. I found an article by the University of Alberta titled, White Supremacists Are Misappropriating Norse Mythology And within the article, Natalie Van Dusen, a Scandinavian studies professor, said many current white supremacist movements are motivated by their belief in a white medieval past and a pure ancestral race 
that they perceive as under threat in the face of immigration and religious and racial diversity. The Viking Age and Norse mythology are of particular interest to these groups. She also gave compelling evidence against this white medieval past, which reveals a high degree of ethnic exchange, the extent to which people married and also took slaves or concubines from different places they went, indicates it wasn't a pure Germanic monoculture. The Vikings traveled to what is now known as Newfoundland, trading with people who were probably the ancestors of the Inuit, and they also traveled to Islamic Spain and to Baghdad and to Constantinople. Claire Downham, a University of Liverpool scholar, wrote that a striking feature of the early Viking success was their ability to embrace and adapt from a wide range of cultures, whether that be Christian Irish in the West or the Muslims of the Abbasid Caliphate in the East. So basically, groups such as Odin's soldiers who believe in a white medieval past are incorrect and just racist pieces of shit. (laughs) It's the Grunge Magic Podcast. I'm allowed to swear on the podcast. The last note I have on why these people may feel so comfortable within our community is that we haven't done the work to keep them out. This one can feel more uncomfortable because we have to look at our behavior as a community and our behavior as individuals. We are personally accountable for what we do, say, and create and how that contributes to the well-being of our community, and of course, a healthy occult and spiritual community, looks like one that is free from white supremacy. Now, that brings us to the second question. How do we do the work that is needed? What does that work look like? This looks like actively speaking up against these groups and making it known that they are not welcome and that they do not represent our beliefs. Here in Canada, the group Odin's Soldiers has begun to spread across the country, and we need to be actively voicing the fact that this is wrong. This is only one group of white supremacists using religion for their narrative. There are more. If we stay silent about this, it will not go away. Silence is acceptance. Silence is enabling them to continue. Another occultist whose tag is Dot Darling spoke up about the fact uh, that we need to reclaim these symbols. In a recent tweet, she said, We will not let them ruin our religions and take our traditions from us anymore. We must aggressively disavow the alt-right in paganism and show what paganism and Thelema really stand for. This will not go on anymore. They will not take this from us. In another tweet, which I can't remember who actually posted it, but it was a number of symbols, uh, such as the universal hexagram and the Valknut. And uh, under the tweet, one of the comments said, I guess I can't use these symbols anymore, just more symbols to cross off my list. Which honestly did feel very sad to me, that people think that they need to surrender religious symbols over 
um, that re- religious symbols that have so much meaning over to the hands of white supremacists who use them for hate. And we saw this happening with the swastika, which was a symbol used in Buddhism, Hinduism, and Native American culture, and generally means peace and well-being. Now, because of Hitler's use, uh, it seems as a symbol of hate and anti-Semitism. So the work on our end looks like not giving in and not letting these groups win and educating people on what these symbols really mean. Another part of the work that needs to happen is to stay vigilant about the groups that you are joining and be aware of what it looks like. Today, there are a number of online groups for magic and the occult such as Discord groups and teaching orders. If you enter into a group and begin to see jokes about racism or other races or hate, that is probably an indication that these people are not good people. Especially for new practitioners who are wanting to learn, it can be easy to find someone or a group that looks like they have the knowledge you are seeking. From the outside, it may look like they are just a normal magical order, but of course, on the inside, their ideology is filled with hate and inequality. Neo-Nazi spiritualist groups will often have degrees of membership where inductees move through the ranks by studying Friedrich Nietzsche and Adolf Hitler. And this is referred to as esoteric Nazism. For beginner occultists, my suggestion is to not be so eager to learn that you don't question everything. Stay vigilant. And the minute something doesn't feel right to you, listen to that feeling. Do not accept any level of hate. Like I mentioned, jokes about hate and racism aren't actually jokes. They are used in that way to seem okay. Air quotes. But it's obviously just another form of blatant racism. Question the ideas you hear, the information you are given, the books you read, and do your own research. If you come across an individual or group like this, speak up. Say something. And let others in your community know what is going on. There are amazing people within the occult, spiritual, and paganism community, and if you ever feel alone or like you cannot speak up yourself, reach out to somebody else. If you don't have anybody else, you can reach out to me. When we become aware of these groups as a community, we need to do everything we can to let them know that they are not welcome. And this looks like using our social media presence to voice this and to sign petitions that prevent these groups from being able to buy land, churches, and the ability to receive tax cuts. Beyond this, the work we need to do also looks like supporting BIPOC businesses and creators. Support can look like sharing businesses on your social media, commenting on posts so that they are boosted in the algorithm, purchasing items online and in your local area, and making sure that we speak up when we don't see BIPOC voices being represented. 
There has been a history of white creators taking from oppressed groups and then using that information to profit, uh, which really erases the voices of those whose culture is being exploited. And it makes white creators, white uh, people, the authority on that topic or practice. It's one thing to learn about an open practice, and it's another to steal those practices and then profit off of them. What truly needs to happen for any of the white people who are listening is to not look for any quick fixes. Yes, act in a way that shows support to people who are underrepresented, but you must also take a real look at yourself, your actions, your thoughts, and your conditioned thinking. It will be a process in order to show up in a more authentic way. You will have to look at your own racial identity and how it has assisted you in your life, how it has assisted your family, and recognize that there is a very real generational wealth gap that has been created through racism. What this means is that throughout history, white people have been given more opportunity for work, higher wages, mortgages, business loans, and the ability to buy land and homes. This means that white people have had a wealth advantage for a very long time. And that they have been able to pass on homes and wealth to their family members from generation to generation. People of color have not had the same opportunity and that means that today, in 2021, there is a wealth gap. White privilege does not mean that your life has not been hard or that you aren't poor. It means because of the color of your skin, you have been treated differently. And that you, in past generations, have been given more opportunity. William T. Lewis, the host of Beyond Colorblind podcast, wrote that self-awareness is the single most important component of becoming an ally. Okay. Now, before this episode ends, let's talk about fascism within the occult community. Fascism is a form of far-right authoritarian ultranationalism characterized by dictatorial power, forcible suppression of opposition, and strong regimentation of society and of the economy, and it includes racism. Walter Lecure sees the core tenets of fascism as self-evident nationalism, social Darwinism, racialism, the need for leadership, a new aristocracy, and obedience. Hitler wanted a society that was racially unified and hierarchically organized in a way that interests that interests of the individuals would be subordinate to those of the nation. The book Hitler's Monsters was written by Eric Kurlinger. And in the book, it was mentioned that Hitler himself was an occultist who believed in racial purity, mystical grails, astrology, parapsychology, neo-paganism, and glacial cosmogony. Cosmogony. 
<laughs> Which is the belief that ice is the basic substance of the universe. The icy moons had crashed into the earth during ancient times and that the cataclysm had destroyed a human civilization that had already achieved a high level of development. He also believed that Judeo-Christian notions of mercy, love, and justice were fatally weak and passed those ideas along to his followers. Today, we need to recognize when belief systems and religions are being used to support fascist ideals, and the first step is to be able to identify what fascism is and when fascist ideologies are being introduced in a subtle way. If your belief system rests on hate, or the idea that you are better than other people, or the idea that compassion, kindness, and empathy are weaknesses, it might be time to reevaluate your own values, morals, and what that belief system actually represents. There is a difference between personal empowerment, which is important because everyone needs to be able to believe that they have the power to make their own choices and to hold a level of control over their own lives and believing that you are better than other people and that you are in a class or race of people who are superior to others. So there's a difference between personal empowerment taking charge of your own life, and also believing that you are superior to others. Any belief system that promotes the individual as being special will have the ability to be used in a way that caters to egotistical tendencies. Fortunately, the majority of occultists are the kind to believe in love over hate and equality versus inequality. If we are to learn anything from our history, it is that fascism has had a link to the occult and its ideologies have spread before. So it's important to understand the common characteristic of fascist movements. Two historical regimes recognized today as paradigmically fascist are Mussolini's Italy and Nazi Germany. In Italy, anti-Semitism was officially rejected before 1934, and it was not until 1938 that Mussolini enacted a series of anti-Semitic measures in order to solidify his new military alliance with Hitler. Fascists have historically employed well-known opportunism, meaning their willingness to make changes in official party positions in order to win elections or to bring together power. Liberal scholars have emphasized its religious roots, and social conservatives have pointed to its socialist and populist aspects, and social radicals have noted its defense of capitalism and elitism. For many reasons, there is no acceptance um, sorry, there's no accepted kind of definition of fascism. But it is possible to identify a number of general characteristics that fascist movements had between 1922 and 1945. Uh, what these movements had in common. 
So the first, uh, being a general opposition to Marxism. Marxism is a political and economic way of organizing society where the workers own the means of production. Socialism is a way of organizing a society in which the means of production are owned and controlled by the proletariat. Karl Marx proposed that this was the next necessary step in the progress of history. Mussolini was against striking workers and peasants and unleashed armed squads of black shirts against these people from 1920 to 1921. And they were called black shirts um, because part of their uniform was a black shirt. When Hitler came into power, he sent hundreds of Marxists to concentration camps and intimidated liberal neighborhoods with police raids. Next, fascism also shows an opposition to democracy. According to Hitler, democracy undermined the natural selection of ruling elites and was nothing other than a systematic cultivation of human failure. Joseph Goebbels, Hitler's minister of propaganda, maintained the belief that people should never rule themselves. This is something that got my attention as today, belief systems that give the individual a power over themselves and their will, their choices, uh, they, it definitely goes against the belief that people should never rule themselves. And of course, this brings us to Thelema. The law of uh, Thelema is, love is the law, love under will. Do what thou will shall be the whole of the law. Karl Germer, also known as Frater Saturnus, was a German occultist and successor of Aleister Crowley, as he was the outer head of the Order of Ordo Templi Orientis from 1947 until uh, 1962. So after being in the United States, uh, Karl Germer's visa expired and he had returned to Germany in 1935 as Hitler came to power. Germer had... Um, come under suspicion because of his association with Crowler and his teachings of Thelema in Germany. Hitler was given a copy of Liberal, the holy book of the law of Thelema, uh, by Martha Kunzel. And Martha had been working for some years on translation of Crowley's works into German, and Germer was uh, doing the same. Hitler banned Liberal in Germany as well as the books on religion, Kabbalah, astrology, and gematria. Hitler knew enough about Thelema to ban Liberal and Karl Germer, and this had become his enemy, right? So Karl Germer had now become Hitler's enemy. And so on Hitler's orders, Germer was arrested on February 13, 1935. I believe one of the reasons uh, Hitler was against the Lima was because of the power it gave to the individual over their choices, their own future, and their own freedom. So when we see uh, people, you know, storming the Capitol building, wearing uh, the unicursal hexagram, and and um, showing that they are part of the Lima, it kind of is contradictory to what Thelema actually stands for. Of course, fascism also looks like the belief that the party in the state should have a single leader with absolute power 
as well as values, such as unquestioning obedience to authority. If you find yourself somehow in a belief system where you are unable to ask questions and form critical original thoughts, and you don't have the freedom to voice those thoughts, this would definitely be a red flag. Overall, we, the occultists, witches, pagans, magicians, theists, it is our duty to become educated about what is happening within our community. What white supremacy, the alt-right movement, and fascism looks like and how it can be introduced to our community in both in-your-face ways and in subtle ways. It will be up to us as individuals to uphold our values and to speak up against these people, groups, and movements when we come across them. It is not enough to think that because you aren't a white supremacist or a fascist or that you don't believe in the alt-right movement that you are doing your part. This is an action-oriented rule. And we must act to actively keep our community a safe space that doesn't hold room for beliefs that are rooted in hate. In closing, I want to mention that some people may feel that talking openly about what happened with Hitler and naming groups like Odin's soldiers to be wrong, but I feel it is necessary to show exactly what is going on and what happened throughout history in order to face our current problem and to provide an accurate picture of how serious it truly is. The occult community is really a beautiful place. I have met so many wonderful people and I am part of so many wonderful groups whose values rest on honesty, freedom, love, integrity, and equality. I wanted to make this the first episode of the Grunge Magic podcast because I'd like a positive occult community in the future. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And if you are listening to this on YouTube, you will find a list of links and resources to where I have found my information in the description of the video. So stay safe, stay magical, and keep on with that grunge magic.